0: how's it going everybody here to do my review for she hulk episode 8 review um spoilers obviously and i know it's been a while since i've done a she hulk review but i wanted to talk about this episode and then next week i'll do my episode 9 review when it comes out slash series review um You know, once it comes out like I normally do. But I want to say spoilers for She-Hulk. If you have not watched it yet. But I also am going to say... If you have not watched all three seasons... Of Daredevil on Netflix's Daredevil. um, Or I don't even know since it's on Disney Plus now. I guess... Are we going to call it ABC's Daredevil now? I don't know. You know what I mean. Like, If you haven't seen all three seasons of Netflix's Daredevil... Um, you might want to come back later as well so that out of the way there's your warning let's jump into it so the reason why I haven't done a review for every single episode of She-Hulk is because I'm sort of now I've liked the show more than some people have you know, I would say I am it right in the middle. I don't hate the show. I think there are some things in the last handful of episodes that have been really cute and I really enjoy and I like. I like something a little bit, you know, light from time to time. But it would I wouldn't be lying or I would be lying if I didn't say no this Show isn't exactly what I wanted it to be, you know, going in, going into it. I was actually really excited for the show, especially once that last trailer came out where we got to see Daredevil, uh, the, the teaser. I uh, was super excited for it, you know. Um, I'm not going to say the show's a miss, 100%. It's just not what I necessarily want. It's in the vein of what I want. It's just not there. Um I love the first 3 episodes. 4, 5 and 6 and 7 are varying levels of meh to oh that was cute. Uh but then we get to this but then we get the but then we get to here. And you know the one thing I really want to talk about is the daredevil at all, because again, I, I will talk about the show as a whole in the final review next week. But I really want to talk about the daredevil of it all. That's what I'm here to really talk about, because going into this, a lot of people that had heard reports and heard things and have insider, you know, people on the inside and and things like that. We're basically all hinting at the fact it, it'll be clear once we see She-Hulk that this is a completely different Mad Murdoch from the, the Netflix series. I don't know that that's true. I don't know that that's true. So obviously, if we're all here and we're all people that have seen the episode or if you're someone who don't care about spoilers there is a clear scene at the very end of the show. I shouldn't say the very end. Near the end of the show. Where. Daredevil Dublin. Jennifer Walters. Make out. And they love scene. They go back to her apartment. And they're kissing. And they're all lo- loving. Lovey on each other. And it's. They very much imply. That they slept together. And then he leaves the next morning. And him leaving the next morning. Is actually kind of funny. Um so the only thing I can think of is so are people just assuming it's not the same him because at the end of Daredevil like he's still with Karen Page is that is that really it how many shows have we watched What characters break it off break up get back together, break up, get back together, and do all sorts of things. If the only thing you are going on is, oh, well, he's sleeping with Jennifer Walters, so he's, this is obviously a different Daredevil because Matt wouldn't do that. It's like, well, if he's with Karen, yeah, Matt wouldn't do that. But Daredevil um, Reborn, or whatever the fuck the show is called, hasn't come out yet. We don't know anything yet. Honestly, once that show comes out and we see the full cast and we see the story and everything, absolutely. Do I agree with people? Are things leaning in the direction of this is probably a new take on the character? Same actor but new take? Probably. Probably. The, the end result is probably 100% true. But... We haven't seen that yet. We haven't seen that yet. You don't know that. I don't know that. All we know is the shit that we've seen. To infer the middle would be really stupid. Because what if the new Daredevil series comes out. And Foggy and Karen are both there. Again. And it just happens that. For whatever reason. They're just not together anymore. That's a logical. Very. Possible possibility. Yeah, sure, we'll go with that. But you know what I mean. It's like I, I have I didn't see anything in this episode that concretely says this is a different Daredevil. Honestly, if we're gonna talk about seeing something that hammers in, oh, these are probably new renditions of the character. It's Kingpin and Hawkeye. But even that I disagree with people. We don't know. We don't know what's going on with Kingpin. The last time we saw him. He was going away. To prison. For quite a while. And knowing Kingpin and the connections he's got. He probably got out. At some point. And. So because he's wearing a different. Suit. He's a different Kingpin. I could I completely disagree with people that Kingpin was a completely different Kingpin than we got in and Daredevil. 100% disagree. I am way more inclined to agree with people on the Daredevil sentiment than I am the Kingpin sentiment. It's like what? So he's wearing a different suit because the mo- motherfucker got exploded. Like he's not the same guy? Yeah, the guy's huge, the guy's a a, a beast, and to an to pretty much almost anyone, he's gonna he's gonna do some damage if he gets his hands on you. But do you know how many arrows were there? Do you know how how badly he got exploded? I'm pretty sure that would knock out anyone. And to some people probably even do more damage than them. He's lucky he only got knocked out. I think the fact that he only got knocked out proves the point that he is just as powerful as he was in Daredevil. Because anybody else, they would probably be bleeding and scarred up and hurt all over the place. I think everyone needs to just cool off and stop insinuating and stuff until we know for sure and again, look if I if I was a betting man and someone asked me to place a bet on either side I, I am in agreement with people, I am pretty sure that they are not carrying over the storyline from the Netflix series and I'm pretty sure these are virtually new characters you know that is where I would place my bet but again just because that's the short bet that does not mean that that's reality and that doesn't mean we know what's going on anything is possible anything is possible Um, now that I've said all that let's actually talk about this episode a little bit I loved what they did with Daredevil in this episode I think um, Charlie Cox just It it was seamless. I mean, like, it brought me so much joy seeing him play this character again. And knowing that it's officially part of the MCU now is... It makes me happy. You know, I can contest that prior to the Netflix show that Daredevil was, like, one of my favorite superheroes. I mean, I enjoyed the Ben Affleck movie, but I never really read the comics. And, you know, I didn't really know the character too, too well. But, um, but the Netflix show is absolutely what made me an, a Daredevil fan, one hundred percent. And so, you know, seeing him come back to this, and look, I think he's just as brutal as he was when he comes whipping out of that door, kicking that goon out of the door, and he comes in busting ass. Like, yeah, is it shot differently? Yeah, but it's just as visceral as it was on netflix it's just they don't show it but i think it's just as powerful as it was on netflix i really do you know and i totally get if other people feel differently but i honestly didn't see too much of a difference i think the real differences in the character will come from what matt's history is and how much they pull from the netflix show and how much they don't you know um whether it's a little bit or none at all you know we just got to wait and see you know that's gonna be that's gonna be the uh the telling factor you know in my opinion but I I thought this episode was great I mean the one thing I will consistently say as I review this show is Tatiana Misalani is fucking perfect as She-Hulk as somebody who knew very little about the character, I mean, I know she appeared a handful of times on the animated show for Hulk, which I watched a lot as a kid, so I knew her from that. But I, the, other than that, I really didn't have too much knowledge of her character. So I I think she's fantastic. And even though I know this show hasn't gotten the greatest reception I hope it doesn't keep Marvel from doing more with her in the future. Because I think she's brilliant as his character. Um, she is not what's wrong at all. Um, it's, it's the writing. It's, it's just, it's... And I should, I don't don't want to even say it's all of the writing. Because I think a good... We'll say 35% of the writing is great. Um you know it's just not the majority you know i think the show needs to lean into that 35% a lot more than it does um then the show would be fantastic because i love the legal drama aspect of it i love the i love the fourth wall breaking i love her personality but this was not the law drama this was not the cameo filled filled show like I thought it was gonna be like everybody said it was this was not the experience that I went into it hoping it to be it just hasn't been but she is perfect and a lot of the other cast is great too I love her her um friend you know she's great um you know there's several other characters that I really like too it's 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 really not the cast it's it's the scripts it's the writing Is what the problem is. Um, I think when a season two comes, um, whether or not whether we see her in between now and then or not, but when, because it will come eventually. But when a She-Hulk season two comes, I think they really need to lean into the legal drama aspect a lot more. I also think something that needs to change is the length of the episodes. We need 40 minute episodes. Andor, to talk about Star Wars for just a second, is doing that great. Andor is longer episodes. They're at least 40 minute long. 40 minutes long. And it makes just for a better episode. It just makes for better storytelling. When you're not cramped to a 30 minute sitcom sort of thing, you know. Um... Honestly, and I've said this about the majority of the Marvel shows minus WandaVision um, unless you've got some really just off the walls brand new way of doing TV that you're trying to try to do kind of like with WandaVision I would rather have longer episodes and a shorter season I would rather have hour long episodes like 55 to 1 full hour episodes but only get 6 episodes versus having these 30 minute long episodes. I just don't like it. I don't like the half an hour short episode thing. I never have and I never will. I don't like it. Um, um, and look... This was the show that I was hoping would break that because I figured, you know, if there's a show that can make this work like WandaVision, it would be this. Because they're they're going for an Ally McBeal thing. They're going for a like a fourth wall breaking legal drama kind of thing. If any show can work well in a 30 minute time frame, it would be this. They have not done it great. They have not done it great. So I'm torn. There is a part of me that's like okay well i'll give you another shot in season two you know maybe in season two it'll be better because i can also see the standpoint of maybe they're doing all of the things that they're doing and making the decisions that they're making because they're making sure we really get introduced to the character and from that front while i still can't get behind all of the decisions that are made it would make a lot more sense If in season two, it becomes a legal drama, that will fix everything for me. You know, because given the fact that we have 30 minute long episodes, 15 minutes of the episode should be legal drama, 15 minutes of the show, or 10 minutes of the show, because credits and whatnot at the end, should be the superhero stuff. That's what it should be. You know, it should be half and half. It should not be all over the place like it is right now. You know, um, you know, um, yeah. So those are my thoughts. So that's those are th- my thoughts so far. I really enjoyed this episode. I think episodes one, two, and I will give them three, two. I kind of liked three, and episode eight. These are the four episodes that I can give it. The other episodes while the wedding episode was cute while there were other episodes that were okay while the retreat episode was cute, still a mess still a mess for me. um we got four episodes out of eight that are great we're 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 fifty fifty here, you know um i'm really hoping the finale lands next week because i wanted to be able i want to be able to say that i like the show I, w- I i can't say that i love it but i'm hoping i can get to a place where i can say i like it that's what it was with hawkeye i was very not sure about hawkeye until the very end And by the end of hawkeye i liked it i didn't love it i liked it and i'm hoping i can get to that same place with she-hulk But I will have no problem saying next week whether I like it or don't like it. Because it's very much on the fence for me right now. As much as I love this episode, as much as I think She-Hulk had a very strong start, the in-between has been extremely rocky for me. So, that's my thoughts on She-Hulk so far. Again, next week I will give my full review of the show. And also what I thought of the finale. Uh, hopefully you guys are enjoying the show more than i am i really do i hope everybody enjoys this show i want marvel to do well i want them to experiment i want them to try new things but i'm not going to be afraid to say whether i like something or not so you know that's just where we're at thank you for listening and i'll see you guys in the next podcast peace out